Steampunk Connection, your source for steampunk event information in the great free state of Texas. We also discuss books, films, comics, and games. Also, we enjoy visiting with the local steampunk luminaries. I'm Flavio. I'm Erica. And I'm Fax, your your hosts. Thank you for tuning in, and now on to the episode. Welcome to the next episode of Texas Steampunk Connection. This is season two, episode four. As you can tell, my voice seems to be shot, or do you find it sexy? Either way, we're going to do a musical episode. So we're going to put on a little show for you, a little concert. Coming from there, here is Erica giving you a little um, etiquette. All right, then. Welcome to the concert. Now, mind you, I am reading from Frost's Rules and Bylaws of Etiquette. It is ill-bred to arrive late at any public entertainment and looks as though you were not sufficiently master of your own time to be punctual. In a theater, give your attention entirely to the stage when the, cer- when the curtain is up, to your companion when it is down. It looks badly to see a lady staring around the house with an opera glass. Never is a modest dignity more becoming than in a theater. To indulge an extravagant gesture, laugh boisterously, flirt a fan conspicuously, toy with an eye glass or opera glass, indulge in lounging attitudes, whisper aside are all unladylike in the extreme. If you speak to your companion during the performance, do so in a low tone that you may not disturb those who are near you and wish to hear the actors. In entering a concert room or tile box of a theater, a gentleman should precede a lady, if there is not room to walk beside her, until they reach the seats, then hand her to the inner one, taking the outside one himself. In going out, if he cannot offer her his arm, he must again walk before her until he reaches the lobby and then offer her his arm. Boisterous applause and loud laughter are ungentlemanly. It is in bad taste to distract your companion's interest from the performance, even if you find it dull yourself. No gentleman should leave a lady alone for a moment in a public place of amusement. He may subject her to annoyance, or he might find another lady in his seat when he returns, which would separate him from his companion until the close of the performance. For although a gentleman, when alone, should offer his seat to a lady or old gentleman who cannot procure one, he is not expected to do so when escorting a lady. His place is then that of protector to his charge, and he must not relinquish it for a moment. Secure a libretto or program before taking your seat, that you may not be obliged to rise to get one. At the opera, conversation during the performance is in the worst taste. The lowest tone will disturb the real lovers of music. Exclamations of lovely, exquisite, how sweet, and others are all proofs of vulgarity. If you promenade at a concert or between the acts at the theater, you may bow to friends the first time you pass them only. A lady must not allow other gentlemen to join her if she would not offend her escort. And no gentleman will stop a lady to speak to her. A conversation of a moment or two is all that is allowable in such meetings. If seats are secured, it is best to arrive about five minutes before the commencement of a performance. But if a gentleman is escorting a lady to an entertainment where seats cannot be secured in advance, he should call for her at an early hour that she may get a good place. Everybody understand that? Everybody get that? Awesome. Okay. Everybody have their seats? Let's show that... Uh, I guess we should get the show Reading started. always makes me feel like I've, I've screwed up and I need to apologize for one thing or another. <laughs> well, I see. Now, you, now you're educated and you won't screw up anymore. I, I'm not saying that would oh. be the case. But well, then you uh, don't have an excuse for screwing up next time. 
And since you're you're normally her escort, she'll call you out on it. <laughs> yes, 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 I know. <laughs> so, everybody have your seats very well. Let's get on with the show. We're going to play the first song. And we consider this pretty much the quintessential this steampunk is the standard. song, where everybody, when they think steampunk songs, they're going to think of this. The first song you're like. likely to hear when someone introduces you to steampunk, much like today. Uh, yeah, this is this is the song you're going to be uh, put in contact with. We're not going to tell you who it is just yet, but you'll probably recognize them. Here it goes. Oh, oh, oh. 
And that was Abney Park with Steampunk Pirate, the quintessential steampunk song from the quintessential steampunk band. Yep, so if, yeah, if you've heard of steampunk, you've heard of Abney Park probably. If not, well then we just introduced you to a new band. How about that? <laughs> That's unlikely though. True, very true. So Abney Park is out of uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. And Been around is, since 1997. Which is where the steampunk movement started. Ask anyone from Seattle, they'll tell you. <laughs> I never realized that, but okay. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh-huh. And they started out as a goth band and sort of transformed themselves into this post-apocalyptic steampunk rock, gypsy punk folk swing. The way I've heard them tell it uh, uh, in, during their, their performances, they were they were doing this, this weird thing that they didn't have a word for just on their own, and somebody came up to them at one point and said, oh, so you're doing steampunk. And and they said, what, what, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer should have been, yes, yes, we are. And we've seen them live uh, at Comic Palooza in Houston uh, three About years three ago. Three years ago, yeah. They been played at the Steampunk Ball. They mm-hmm. were the headliners. And they are really fun to, to look at. They do a lot of neat costumes and effects and sort of mad scientist instruments. Yeah. Here they 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 uh, they make all their own props, and uh, I don't know if they make all their own instruments, but they definitely um, decorate them, make them their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So once again, that was Abney Park Airship Pirate. So we're gonna play another song. This is one of my choices. It's a local band. Probably some of you have probably heard them, and we'll talk about them when we're done. I was sitting in the thirsty devil, one sheet hung to the wind, when the back wing doors creaked open and a stranger sauntered in. He moved his head from side to side and glared with a sunken eye. I heard the spin of a rusty spur as he shook off the dreary night. He lowered his hat and checked his gun and headed toward the bar. He walked on up beside me, I knew he'd traveled far. In a voice as thick as mud, he looked at the keep and said, One shot of whiskey for myself, and one for my new friend. But hushed hello, they seemed to be afraid As if ghost had stood right up and walked out of its grave His face was shallow and dirty, his skin like leather hide Sure spoke like any man, but something wasn't right So I twisted on my stool and turned to him and said Thanks sir, but just the same, I'm chasing worms instead He growled and shoved three my way, his eyes as cold as death I picked the drinks and knocked him back Hell strong against my hand When six to midnight in the phone and the dance now You better drink your drink and shut your mouth If you draw against his hand, you can never win Go ahead Drink with the living dead Who the hell do you think you are? Thin, but it's one hard I had to do when the story began. His lips broke back and words came forth, starting up the tale. And every face inside that bar, it turned a shade of pale. My name is Stan Creed, and I died three years before I shot. 
skip back on over towards school I love a drink like any man But that's a losing game To drink or draw against the dead Would only be insane Static free, he tipped his hat And laughed a wicked laugh You see the Lord curse my soul For killing that poor man There ain't no choice so you must try to match me Shot for shot If you win then you'll go free And I can finally That's one of my favorite songs of theirs. They are a local Texas band out of Dallas. They tour around a lot, obviously. If you're in the Dallas area, you've probably heard of them. Have you seen them live? I have seen them live several times. Um, they used to come to Austin a lot back in the day when um, the Black Cat was in town. When Black Cat was still downtown on 6th Street, they mm-hmm. would play there with another band, the Flame Trick Subs, which is not their rockabilly. I like them, but they don't quite fit the genre we're talking about right now. 
The only reason I think Ghoul Town does is because they're more Weird West, and I like Weird West, and we we've determined that Weird West kind of folds into into steampunk a bit. Yeah, yeah, sure. So you know, so that's why I like them. But one of the times I remember I was there, I was at the back merch booth flirting with a girl. Dude. I, yeah, I don't know. She was she was trying to sell me stuff, obviously. So she was flirting back. It worked. I bought some albums. I thought things were going well. Then one of the band members comes up. It's his girlfriend. Of course. And he buys me a beer. That was cool. Congratulations. <laughs> one of the things I also like about him. Yeah, one of the things I also like about him is the main the main singer. Well, actually, he's a writer as well, and he had they have a Ghoul Town comic book. They have their own comic book. Uh, and you're you're a big comic book fan. And I'm a big comic book fan. And I have the comic book somewhere in my collection. And it was fun. It was a fun little comic book. And we saw him once at the um, the Wild Fe- the Wild West Fest that we have here, the Weird West really? Fest that we had here. I, he had a table. He had a bunch of books. He was he was promoting his writing, not his songs. Oh, oh. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh wow. Dang. You should scan in a still from uh, the comic book for the. I'll look for, for it. The yeah, YouTube the covers. Yeah, it's really it's show. really good. Um, and it's fun and he's a big comic book nerd too and so you never guess I mean their, their show they dress up like zombies not like rotting zombies but like they're dead you know they, they have pale faces and everything and they're really they're a really fun band to watch so I really enjoyed that so who's the, who do we have next? Who do you have next? Oh, I think that I think that's that's me. your choice. Yes. Since since you brought up a local band, I thought I would uh, come in with uh, another local band that I'm a big fan of. So uh, taking a listen to this. Silver, feel that green. 
elves as befitting. Grim-faced dwarfs of war. We grabbed up those hammers and axes. Though the barkeep knew not what for. That was that damn band, uh, whiskey and beer. That um, damn band. That damn band with a capital <laughs> D. We sort of uh, discovered them while we were playing at Renaissance Fair locally, because they were they were filling in spaces for another band that we'll talk about later. And they kind of have that that pirate theme for some of their songs, for the one we just listened to. I vaguely remember going to see them once, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> yeah, they, they do it's kind of... It's not a story you remember. Accordion. I vaguely remember the story. <laughs> accordion rock. I, I'm not really sure. Gypsy punk. So, according to reading their own website, That Damn Band is an accordion-driven group played with new music influences by old-time, old-world, and vaudevillian-era musical style. Uh, obviously, we can pick that out from the, the track we just heard. I like this. A visceral entry into a world of goblins, freaks, pirates, and other others from all possible worlds. That damn band's brand of steampunk punk goblin folk music is where the Black Sabbath and Brian Froud meet. Ooh. Oh, wow. It's like, wow. So, of course, we love them. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you like Black Sabbath and Brian Froud. If you don't know who that is, look it up. But you're bound to like this band. <laughs> this, this was this is a band was a lot of fun. It seems like they uh, they don't tour that much. They only play kind of off and on at weird venues whenever they feel like getting together. I'm, I so they must all have day loose, jobs. Yeah, someplace. probably they're just a loose gathering of band members and say, like, "Hey, you want to play?" Okay. I remember I was heading off, I think, to Indiana at the crack of dawn, and uh, I saw. Dylan and uh, a young lady. Dylan is the the lead person. He's the the, the head goblin. Uh, he's this redheaded demon who, who uh, plays a mean accordion. And uh, I was just over in my little corner making little fangirl noises. Uh, it was it was very cool. It's like my little local celebrity spotting. I was so happy. <laughs> Well, that was um, that damn band, whiskey and beer. Yes. So we have a, and so now I guess it's time for one of yours, Erica. Which one? Yes. Who do you want? Um, for this one, we're going way, sort of way back in time. This is. Uh, an artist that I consider to be of the steampunk ethos, but not actually a steampunk performer because his stuff, he started before there was steampunk. Know your roots, kitties. Here it goes. (laughs) 
So who was that? That sounded familiar. That was Thomas Dolby. You may remember him from the 1980s great hit, She Blinded Me With Science. Yeah, I love that song. And and to me, even though I didn't know the word steampunk at the time, he's got that mad scientist, crazy do-it-yourself adventure 
vibe going. He does. He does. And but, and basically, he pioneered the whole entry of of synthesizer music into the '80s. And now that's basically what the '80s are known for is being heavy on the synthesizers. But and, this track didn't sound anything like "She Blinded Me with Science." No, no. Uh, Thomas was, Dolby. It, it had familiar tones. I mean, sure, sure. He's 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 still got kind of the pop rock yeah. thing going. But um, you know, he's traveled all over the world and he's had amazing adventures and he he uh, customized his own travel trailer and he lives in this strange houseboat in San Francisco called the Nutmeg of Solace. Sounds he, is, he is very he is a very <laughs> mad scientist nice. uh, guy. And this 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 album that the the Spice Train comes from is called A Map of the Floating City and he released a, a, an online game that is no longer apparently playable but it was kind of an online MMO RPG kind of thing okay, okay. and so all of these all of the songs on A Map of the Floating City sort of loosely combined to tell a story of, of traveling around to the different places in this post-apocalyptic world that Thomas Dolby just made up and that's, he's that's just steampunkish as well yeah, I mean, he is amazing he's an I mean, absolutely the picture on the back of that, that he's wearing yeah. goggles even and he's so wearing there the you goggles go. so yes I consider him to be the, the proto godfather of steampunk awesome I like that I like that a lot so that, that leads me to my next pick this is the band that I saw when I went out to Seattle we mentioned Seattle earlier I don't know if they're from Seattle I will look that up briefly however they were good and I like them so here's their song
more and tucked in before the time There's no ghost that loves a haunting More than one falling violent crime Maybe she'll be back someday She'll point and she'll stare Disappearing in the shadows as she weaves Across the square Disappearing in the shadows the peculiar pretzelman i just saw them earlier this year in seattle when i went to symposium and i really enjoyed them they were on before voltaire and let me read their bio it's really fun i like them black-blooded sneaky so-and-sos in pinstripe suits careening wildly through the shadows and gutters of neglected culture the peculiar pretzelman strum slam stomp smack smash and scream the old and abandoned incantations raising the specters of all the spirits we left for dead pounding drums speaking in tongues restlessly reinventing roadmaps until the riddles are all undone I don't know what all that means, but I like it. <laughs> and apparently they're from Los Angeles, California. Yep, they're Cali folk. Um, yeah, and they have a they have a Facebook page and they're talking about all kinds of stuff similar saying similar things to that bio on their <laughs> And they were good guys. Um, I briefly, I, well, I briefly shook their hands when I bought a CD from them, and when I asked them for permission to use their songs on our podcast, they sent the, they sent me three tracks saying this is going to be on our future soundtrack or CD. So the song you heard is not on any of their CDs that are out right now, but it will be out next in their on their next CD. Cool. So You're you so got cool. a you you got a sneak, sneak preview. preview. How about that? Ooh. <laughs> so what's next? We got uh, facts. What, what do you have next on the list? Okay, I have, going back to uh, European steampunk, as it were, I suppose. Sure. Uh, I'll give you another example of what we can catch across the pond. Welcome to the future, all you forward-thinking socialites. Delightful world of steam so bright, change your life overnight. Behold this lady's hairbrush, this motor-powered cow. If you don't know how this gizmo works, I'll try to show you how. It's robotic kitchens, prototypes, a singing kettle. You'll love this nothing turtle shell and made of living metal. You'll never need to settle for yesterday's future. We've borrowed from tomorrow, steam-powered, so super. Welcome to a brave new world. My world. The future is amazing, time for you to climb aboard. Welcome to a brand new day. Hooray! Everything will change, time for me to show the way. Step in closer. I've got so much to show you. A robotic rooster starts the morning and a rocket-powered cycle takes you skyward and you're soaring until you fall towards a lovely picnic made of future food. 
salad sandwiches, useful speaking fruit. You're living in your prime, catching lightning in a jar. Rebel butlers keep you tidy no matter where you are. The future runs like clockwork and you'll never need to stress. You really can't afford it, that's the price of steam progress. Welcome to a brave new world. My word! The future is amazing, time for you to climb aboard. Welcome to a brand new day. Hooray! Everything will change, time for me to show the way. You there, sir! Yes, you there with the excellent pass and that hair. You're clearly a man of taste. Step up here, would you? Take a look at this marvelous machine. Wow, the future's gonna be amazing. Flying machines, household electrification, steam-powered submarines. Personally, I'm looking forward to cheese that comes in aerosol cans. Welcome to the future, all you forward-thinking socialites. Delightful world of steam so bright, change your life overnight. Behold this lady's hairbrush, this motor-powered cow. If you don't know how this kitchen works, I'll try to show you how. It's robotic kitchens, prototypes, sticking kettle. You'll love this nothing turtle shell and made of living metal. You'll never need to settle for yesterday's future. We've borrowed from tomorrow, steam-powered, so super. Welcome to a brave new world. My word. The future is amazing, time for you to climb aboard. Welcome to a brand new day. Hooray! Everything will change, time for me to show the way. And if you haven't guessed by now already, that was Professor Elemental yes. uh, performing A Brave New World. It was, he calls that gentleman rap, doesn't he? No. No? Um, well, not that But song. it is where, where hip-hop meets steampunk, you get the genre of chap-hop. Chap-hop, right. I thought, he, okay, I could have sworn he said gentleman rap somewhere along the line, but anyway. I, I'm sure uh, he or, or one of the other chap-hop uh, artists have, have used such terms. Um, it is a very small and distinguished group of people of which I, I know of three. Right. right? And we, we saw the other, we saw another one in, in, in Vegas when we were there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Montague Jacques Fromage. Yes. Of um, the fantastic mustache. Which we'll have to play at another show. Another but, show. Uh, yeah. He and Professor Elemental and uh, Mr. B, the, the gentleman, gentleman Rhymer. Rhymer. That's um, where I got the gentleman word from. That's yes. right. Are, are all the only artists I've ever heard of are to themselves as chap hop and uh for the longest time uh elemental and mr b supposedly had this like a rivalry kind rivalry of that's where the song bringing uh, my fighting pants came from right right fighting trousers, yeah. fighting trousers, fighting trousers. Yeah. and so everyone assumed that they they were actually yeah rivals dis- disliked each other and were rivals but as as I'm told by Professor Elemental, he and and Mr. B live in the same town in England, and are just like some miles from each other, and we're unaware of each other and just doing their thing. Their thing that happened to be the same thing, Which, more that's, or that's, less. That's pretty amusing. That's that's funny that the <laughs> wait we're in the same place. Wow. So of course you know you're in you're in hip hop. You find another guy who's doing your thing. You've got to like you got to have a beef with them. Smack right? yeah, him down. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But of course, like true gentlemen of the English persuasion, they have mended fences and are the best of friends. Well, they'll, they can, they'll be seen in the same room together, I yep. suppose. Um, and he's done a, a video or two with Mr. B, mm-hmm. uh, along with the other musicians and steampunk artists that you can find online. He's just got a lot of good tracks. So it's hard to pick fun. one out. They're very fun and funny. I like them all. We, 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 saw, we saw him live. Did we mention that? We didn't mention that. We saw him live also in Houston at Kamapalooza. At Kamapalooza, yes. That was a good steampunk journey. That was Abney Park, uh, Marquis of Vaudeville. I thought 
Nobody won't get a mention. <laughs> well, they're anyway, all right. I know. Uh, <laughs> Professor Elemental. Um, uh, Frenchie and the Punk. You said Frenchie and the Punk. That was, a, that was just a really good... <laughs> Good time. Well, we got the. We also got to briefly hang out with him because he met our friend Russ Argo. Yes. And asked him to be a sound about. man, and so he sat with us at our table waiting while he was waiting for his set. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. And he so. did a shout out to uh, to Professor Argo while he was uh, yeah, on stage. That that's was true. Uh, very very cool. That was very fun. And also um, Patrick Stewart was doing his talk just before, so of course he thanked Patrick Stewart for opening act for him. <laughs> that was really funny. But anyway, so. <laughs> He's so, really wonderful. He's a lot of fun. Yes, I, I really enjoyed it. He's a nice guy. He's really nice. So next on our list would be uh, Erica. What do you have for us? Oh, uh, this is a band that I just found. I don't even know where on the internet. And uh, they, they're kind of... I guess more along the lines of the circus punk, but uh, in this particular song, they're using a typewriter as percussion for part of their songs. So have a listen. Here we go. Vermillion Lies with No Good. 
Vermilion Laws is actually on hiatus at the moment. Uh, they were a cabaret band from Oakland, California. The band consisted of two sisters, Kim Bookbinder and Zoe Bookbinder. They are known for incorporating elements of circus and folk into their music. And... Uh, Kim Bookbinder now performs as the Impossible Girl. Zoe Bookbinder made the album Darling Specimens and Artichoke Perfume and performs with other artists and under her own name. If you like the Dresden Dolls, Amanda Palmer, uh, you will enjoy Vermilion Lies. They have some pretty good songs out there, and most of them are available on YouTube somewhere. I'd never heard of them before, so that, that's pretty cool. All right, so my next pick is a band that's local. I think they're, they're Austin local, and we've seen them a few times. Oh, and yeah. We had a good time every time, so here we go. Yeah. 
of mysteries and inspections to serve you my attention like detect the international detective. Because you spoke of time zones and currencies and foreign affairs. Yeah, your words weave a most intriguing web. But open up your private eyes. I am not a hapless fly. I'm weaving a web of my own. Hey there, mystery solver. I am a mystery that I would like you to solve. So when you do get a clue, I'm not fictitiously in love with you. Let's go! First time we saw them was Halloween many years ago when we were first starting to get into steampunk. I remember having, I have a picture and it was like my very first steampunk outfit. I like that. Yes. And they were recording at the Blue Theater in East Austin. Yep. Live recording for their new CD, which we now own, of course. So you might be able to hear us clapping in the background. The, the guy on the left, that was me. <laughs> Woo-hoo, that was me. What you will not hear is the air conditioner running in the theater because obviously they don't want you to hear the air conditioner running. So they cut it off. Yeah. And all the people inside baked 
just it was so hot in there i, I wonder <laughs> but if but it didn't had, it didn't slow them down any though they were going at, at it wino vino never slows down they they were the uh roving act at Sher- at sherwood forest fair the first year that the fair was in business and they started playing before the sh- before the opening of the sh- fair and they played all day long until closing Non-stop. of the fair Nonstop. You could hear at any given point in the day. You could be standing anywhere on Sherwood Forest property, wow. and you I, could I, hear. I missed that year or that day. And you could hear them off in the distance somewhere. Yeah, they would have they would have a show on one stage, and you go see the show. And when the show was over, they didn't actually stop. They just got <laughs> off the stage and started walking to the and next playing stage. and singing to go to the next stage. That's and funny. everyone just sort of followed them around. That's all day awesome. Long. I missed that time. I should. I wish I was there. They. They have so much energy. It's just amazing. Uh, yeah, I also remember, I mean, next time, one of the more memorable times I've seen them was on the Bat Cruise that we did with Russ Argo yes. as well. That was fun as well. We were on the on Lake Austin, and we went to go see the bats come out of the come out of the bridge from mm-hmm. under the bridge. The if you're not Bat from Cruise. Austin, you're, you should come visit just to see that, but don't stay here. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> my, my bad, sorry. But uh, Wino Vino was uh, up on, on top of the, the riverboat just uh, playing, and everybody was drinking and having a good time and it was fantastic singing dancing wino vino is always a good time they bring the party definitely so the next song is uh facts one of yours who do you yes. who do you have well i'm still i'm still over in europe picking out bands that no one's ever heard of so let's give this one a shot this is going to be very different than the ones we've been playing all righty Yeah. 
Okay, who was that? I've never heard them before. That was Victor Sierra. They're out of Paris, and um, they uh, they started out as a, a sort of techno music band. Okay, I, uh, I can hear that. <laughs> when they their booking organization would book them. They would label them as transversal. Transversal. <laughs> uh, before they'd ever heard of steampunk. I love finding bands that are not steampunk on purpose. Yeah, yeah. That they're they're just doing their own thing, and it just happens that that we can clomp onto it. I like that too. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of our bands in, in this list either started that way or still don't know their steampunk. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they said. <laughs> it's not like they all decided I'm going to be steampunk or we're going to be a steampunk band. They didn't glue gears on it and call no. it steampunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I think I think that's true about a lot of bands. That's for sure. So I le- I learned about uh, Victor Sierra like because of Kickstarter. I know that we we talk about uh, new Kickstarters coming mm-hmm. up yep. uh, on this show a lot, and this band was promoting a new album they were trying to get out, and I said oh, I never heard of them. Sure, give it a shot, and I have two of their albums because of that now. Nice, that's that's the way to go, <laughs> um, right? Yeah, Kickstarter is a great way to to find people stumble upon steampunk acts or books or whatever that you yep. never even find, never even see otherwise. Yeah, uh, and this, this was one a, of those. Kickstarter can be a fun and dangerous place if you you know <laughs> if you have money, <laughs> or you know even if you don't have money. Especially if you what, don't have money, yeah, that's what makes it dangerous. Yeah, because <laughs> like oh man, I really want this, and you you pledge, and sometimes you're like okay, I want it, but maybe they won't make their goal, and I won't have to spend the money. But a lot of times they make their goal especially if it's cool yeah so I don't know of any other steampunk techno bands yeah none, none I, that was different mind. I liked it it was it was a lot different than I expect I was not expecting that <laughs> but right. I liked it okay so we have another song one, this is uh, from Erica what do you have one last song now this is a, a song from a steampunk opera so this is Ooh, this whole is, opera yes this is this was a we're not gonna uh, play the whole opera are no we? we're not gonna okay. play the whole opera it's, it's available on YouTube if you wanna listen to it but I know and, how to behave the opera now. Yes, because right. we got the etiquette. Very good. Uh, this is a 90-minute four-act story which follows four generations of the McAllister family. Go ahead and give it a listen and I'll come back and talk about it. Yeah, we're not playing the whole 90 minutes. No. Wound in the land of living again Bound in a body of gears and wheels But oddly, he has no voice And his steel joints barely can bend The one sound he makes, in fact He streams radio broadcasts He plays a country station If you give him a pat Our dearest Annabelle is Quite thrilled and ecstatic She has a friend who was just dead And yet she brought back love you. I have a dolly and we like to go on walks. We like to stroll around 
the park all while he listens to me talk about the people and the places that I never got to see cause I wouldn't leave my house but that's before he was with me we share a world which is wonderful to see it's like a dream where no one calls me failure if I don't succeed I have a dolly it's like flowers in the spring and but no matter how I talk to him he never says nothing what me pleased is not content All resolves but never ends All that comforts is not true And all you love does not love you I have a dolly and he goes with me outside Which used to be a problem for me Oh, but now I never mind Ice cream and carriages I always thought were nice But never had someone to share them with Because the lab's my life Annabelle, no friends, you must be brilliant And the best, you must be better And industrious, or you are worthless But now I have a dolly A dear friend with whom I go Out for walks and talks But he's mute and just plays the radio a doll from the steampunk opera entitled The Dolls of New Albion. 
a four-act musical which follows four generations of the McAllister family in the fantastical city of New Albion. The first act is concerned with a scientist, Annabelle McAllister, and her attempt to bring back her dead love, placing him within the body of a mechanical mannequin. The second act follows her son, Edgar. The third act is his son, Byron. And the fourth act, Priscilla McAllister. Each generation's meddling with these dolls contributes to the gradual fall of New Albion itself. So don't meddle with dolls. Don't raise the dead. Don't raise the dead. Yeah, that's always a bad idea, raising the dead. So it's a 90-minute opera. Yes, 90 minutes, four acts, which isn't really oh, that long for, yeah, a, for an opera. With, with a short opera. Yeah, minutes. for 90 minutes, that's actually not bad. Okay. Oh, I want to do a quote from this. I especially liked the lyrics, What may please does not content, All resolves but never ends, All that comforts is not true, All you love does not love you. That's okay. That's sweet. And what did you say? About and horrible. <laughs> well, it's a lesson that people need to learn in life. True. You, very you, true. You don't force your will on others. You certainly don't raise the dead when they would rather rest. Yeah. Um, Again with the raising of the dead. Yeah, it's never a fun thing. <laughs> All you love does not love you. Oh, yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> So that was our that was our top ten songs. Well, not I don't know if you call them top ten, but those I hope that was guys, ten songs. That was ten songs. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we're gonna take a break and we'll come back with the coming events that are coming soon. And I'm gonna sneak in another song. No. i 
journey's end of a thousand trials. Devils and demons alive, alive, oh, follow us closer than go. steampunk waltz i just found them right now today on youtube and i really like that song so i decided to sneak in the song i don't know anything about them but hey let's look them up and figure out more about them later on enjoy now what's coming up this month well in march actually this is the end of february right we are at the end of february it was a short month and not much happened so, so what's, what's, what's first? What, what, what day is today? Today's the 27th, Monday. 27th. Okay. Well, I'll be yeah. releasing this later today, maybe Tuesday. Yeah, um, tomorrow is the last day of February, and then we're into March. Wow. Uh, yeah, so the first weekend of March is March 4th and 5th, and on March 4th, the Ghost Ship Allegory invades the North Texas Irish Fest. That would be Saturday, March 4th, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., and this is happening at the North Texas Irish Festival in Fair Park, Dallas. Apparently, the details are meet at the Fair Park Dart Station gate at 11 a.m., Green Line, Fair Park Station, and off to the North Texas Irish Festival Steampunks. So they're just, they just decide, Steampunks up in Dallas area decided to invade the Irish Fest. Okay. It's a raid. Cool. <laughs> it sounds like fun. Yep. That same weekend is the Wawa West Fest in Tucson, Arizona. I think I'm going to this. Things have changed recently, but if I do, I will talk about it later. But that's it I guess. Of, I guess that'll be uh, after the show by then. Yes. <laughs> right. You'll hear about it, or you won't. Right. Okay. And uh, we decided to go ahead and go to the Cirque du Soleil Curios in Dallas on March 11th, which is Saturday. Yes, that's second like Saturday so in fun. March, and that should be a good time. We'll probably just day trip up from Austin, but I'll. We'll put a, a Facebook event together, and if anybody wants to carpool or caravan or coordinate plans if with any of our Dallas steam peeps, we would definitely love to make this a big thing. Yes, dress your best, and let's all go have some fun. Yeah. 
What's next? Also next weekend, uh, as if there wasn't enough things happening, ACC is hosting the Three Penny Opera. They did it this weekend, uh, but we missed it. But it is going through March 5th at the Rio Grande Campus, uh, hosted by ACC's Arts and Humanities. Uh, Let me pull them up here. The Three Penny Opera is a play with music chronicling the adventures of Victorian outlaw Mac the Knife. Oh, cool. After he secretly marries the daughter of Soho's underworld boss, he finds himself on the run with betrayal lurking around every corner. Performed at Rio Grande Campus Main Stage Theater Room 201. We'll we'll put a link in the in the, the section on Facebook here. So so if I don't go to Tucson, maybe we'll go to that instead. It'll be a consolation prize. Oh, you deserve I'm a consolation sorry. prize for flubbing that word. <laughs> I'm sick. Leave me alone. <laughs> anything else happening? Anything else happening this weekend? Because I jumped the gun and That's went to march. That's all I know about this weekend. Okay. Yep. And then somewhere in the middle of the month, you guys are going on a cruise, so nanny nanny boo boo for you, everyone else. Right. The Steampunk Naval Expedition uh, leaves Sunday, March 19th, yep. and returns so uh, March 25th. We've been talking about this for the last six right. months. I'm sure if you wanted to go, you'd have signed up by now, right? Yep, so right. But now. Royal Caribbean may have tickets left. Check it out. Oh, if very, very last minute. Right. Sales. So go to royalcaribbean.com and see if there's any any berths left. Uh, this is going to be a fun time. You should not miss it if you can possibly get on board. And on March 19th, the Wimberley Flood Gauges are doing it again. They're having what they call the Sheepdog Trials. Don't exactly know what this is, but I'm assuming it's going to have to do with the radio-controlled teapots. So no sheeps and no dogs. I don't know. I'm not organizing the, the, I'm not organizing it. Um, but I'm assuming not. And pushing around small stuffed sheep stuffed maybe. Sheep, it, it, sheep toys. I was not there for the for the initial steampunk pot racing. Uh, I was there for that. But yes, I'm told and it was fun, right? You guys had a good yeah, time. Yeah. Yes, good time. we did. So it's gonna, I'm assuming it's going to be very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Wimberley. It's going to be at that biker bar that you were at before. Uh-huh. Riley's on the backbone. Riley's on the backbone. It's on it's March 19th. I'll put a link up for that 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 sounds like a good time as well real motorcycle bikers and they were really amused with us with with what was going on with the teapots what else is going on uh march 25th in san antonio they have a mini maker fair at the central library at 600 soledad street let's see i don't see anything about an entry fee but uh The fair gathers together tech enthusiasts, crafters, hobbyists, artists, tinkerers, food artisans, engineers, science clubs, students, educators, and commercial exhibitors. So I'm sure there's going to be plenty to do. Plenty to see. Sounds like it. Elbows to rub. You know, that sort of a thing. Arms Uh, to twist. Oh, wait, sorry. Wrong wrong place. And maybe a stop by the Busted Sandal Brewing Company before or after the Maker Fair. Cha-ching! Yes. (laughs) Good thinking. I am always thinking. <laughs> yes, you are. And then we have on March 30th, Dark and Twisted 3 out at the J. Loring Ghost Town. Ooh, this is, um, fun. a belly dance oh, show. Organization group. Organization yeah. group show. And we've been there once for the first one, I think. I missed the second one. And it's just a good time. It's a, it's a little ghost town we have outside Austin. Um, they got old, you know, old ghost town looking western buildings. And we've talked about the Jailer and Ghost yeah, Town. We've talked show. about them a lot. So um, if you like belly dancing, you like old, old western looking town, um, it's, it's a good time. 
they got you know there's beer and food there don't bring your own they don't like they don't really like that no so that's on March that's on March 31st Fantastic. I think that's everything for the month. Yeah. So I hope that we know of. That we know of. Yes. If 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 you know of something, let us know. You know, as soon as you can, you can find us on Facebook at uh, Texas Steampunk Connection. You know, send us messages. Talk to us. We we like that. Prove that you like us. So, is there anything else we want to share before before we say goodbye today? Don't we have a giveaway? We did. We do. We still have to do it. Well. Too bad. We're going to talk about that uh, on the next show. Sorry, we're going to keep you in suspense a little longer because Somebody we don't have prize, our shit together. But we're not going to tell you who yet. But until then, uh, please like us on Facebook, uh, share us with your friends, and uh, put comments in the uh, comment section so we know that you are, are there and we can answer any questions you might have. Yeah. So until next time, mind, mind your, your gauges. Thanks for listening. This has been the Texas Steampunk Connection. Opening music was the Texas Steer Rag by George Botsford, recorded in 1909. Please like us on Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection. Where you will find a link to all the topics we talked about in this episode. Until next time, mind your gauges! Catch up on the news, some classified adverts I chanced to peruse when I saw a category called steampunk. I turned to it eagerly but left in a funk, for I quite enjoyed the steampunk aesthetic, but what I beheld there was rather pathetic. These intrepid online auctioneers are just taking modern objects and stuck on some gears. It's simply not cricket, it shouldn't be done. But it's clear how their thoughts had run. Just glue some gears on it and call it steampunk. That's the trendy fashion nowadays. A copper-painted chunk of some 1980s junk Will fetch a pretty penny on eBay But it got even worse than that, I'm afraid And as I went on, I became more dismayed For they often didn't modify the things they wanted me to buy Heavens to Betsy, Steampunk is more than a mere mode of dresser decoration So it brings me some distress to see a metal cicada described with that name Or a teacup, a mood ring, a silver gilt frame Gluing on gears at least takes effort This is slow for the worst Just glue some gears on it and call it steampunk That's the trendy fashion nowadays A copper-painted chunk of some 1980s junk Will fetch a pretty penny on eBay Steampunk refers to a type of science fiction about alternate pasts, not future prediction. Often set in Victorian Britain, but the history of technology has been rewritten. So put a bit of thought into your designs. Use leather and brass, 19th century lines. Retrofuturistic is a good explanation. Blend antique reality with imagination. But calling things steampunk to try to sound cool makes you look like a bloody fool. Just glue some gears on it and call it steampunk. That's the trendy fashion nowadays. A copper-painted chunk of some 1980s junk Will fetch a pretty penny on eBay Gauges and rivets, copper tubing and glass Lend a steampunk creation a real touch of class Gears are appropriate to introduce If they look like they have a legitimate use Although Nixie tubes are undeniably splendid They date from long after the age of steam ended Pity really, I just love Nixie tubes Anyway, I hope you've comprehended so use the word steampunk correctly, old chap, and don't use it to refer to crap. Just glue some gears on it and call it steampunk. That's
a trendy fashion nowadays. A copper-painted chunk of some 1980s junk will fetch a pretty penny on eBay.